Hello everyone and welcome to the Child of the Library podcast where we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. Thank you so much for sticking around for the second part of my What Happened This Summer episode. As the two of them sort of go together, I will not do too much of an intro, but I rather implore you to listen to the first part because there's also so much traveling stories and content in there that I'm sure you don't want to miss. I also did a Seattle-themed giveaway over on my Instagram channel because Seattle as a city really just blew me away, <laughs> to be honest. It really lived and breathed literature and I just fell in love with it. So if you do not want to miss any updates on the podcast, bookish giveaways or anything else, I highly recommend that you check out my Instagram account that I will also link in the show notes. But without further ado, let's head on into the actual part of the episode. Now, as you know, if you already listened to the last episode, our summer 2022 was a lot and it can basically be divided into five topics the holiday the sickness the move the social events and the reading slump now the holiday and the sickness like i said were already talked about so i will skip those here but to get to the remaining three probably the one that my listeners are the most interested in is to hear about the move that we did and what impact that also has on my podcast and my bookshelf situation specifically now my husband and i were on the lookout for a bigger place simply and plainly because during COVID with the abundance of home office that I did, the space we had was just growing too small as work and home life were always so intertwined and after two years a clear separation of the two would have been really nice again. <laughs> and while we along the ride figured out that at this point in time a house is just simply not the right choice for us, we grabbed the chance when it presented itself to snatch a bigger apartment. And the way how this came to be is actually kind of funny. So our landlord owns a lot of apartment complexes in our area. He mentioned that he wants to redo the big apartment that he originally had reserved for his parents, which is basically the size of two apartments. <laughs> Just that he did not put in the wall in the living room to separate the two. And before he did anything to it, we were like, if you would rather rent it out in its bigger form, then we would be up for it. So over the course of this summer, the size of our apartment doubled. We have one big, big living room that also now fits our dining table. We have two bathrooms, which is great when you have guests over. Two bedrooms, out of which one is now my office space and technically also two kitchens. But let's be real, one kitchen space has become the library and I could not be happier. I will link a video of my shelves in this episode because they are just everything I ever wanted for my books. We got those IKEA Billy bookshelves in white that go around the corner and I now have enough space for all my books. I even have more possibility to grow as there are a few shelves on the bottom that are still empty and I can finally color coordinate as I want and I have space on the little corner shelves to highlight certain books. It's just great. I'm so proud of this place. You could probably hear it by the sound of of my voice and it is just so refreshing to just go to your little library 
take a look at the shelves and pick a book that you want to read rather to look at your Goodreads and then search through a bunch of boxes to find the book you intended to pick. And let's be real, I was so proud when my husband calibrated the lights in the part of the apartment and he called them library lights in the app. I just thought, oh yeah. And you can really feel that if you love books and stories, what a calming effect a space like that can have on you. Whenever I'm restless, I just find myself wandering into that part of the apartment and just immediately calm down when I'm surrounded by the books. It is truly, it is a magical effect, at least on me. I hope that doesn't sound too weird, but as probably a lot of really intense book lovers listen to this, I'm probably not alone with this feeling. So yes, big new apartment that was fortunately just in the building next door, so the move was pretty smooth. We are now weeks later in a place where everything has found its spot. We have decorated, all the lamps are hanging, the kitchen is in full use and we were able to escape the noise from the street. And this is the perfect segue into the other point I wanted to cast some light on, which is how much this move has had an impact on the podcast. Now, when I started this project here back in December of 2020, our old apartment was situated on a street that did not have too much traffic. It was not the main street. There was a car passing through from time to time, but other than that, it was relatively easy to create a surrounding that is beneficial official when recording a podcast in terms of noise levels. However, at the beginning of this year, they opened a two-year construction site near our train station, which means that for those two years, the main street is blocked and that all traffic needs to be guided around somewhere. And unfortunately, that somewhere was right through our street. So the amount of cars and trucks that drove through increased dramatically within a few short days. And in order to have a noise level, even with closed windows that is quiet enough to record a podcast, I needed to do that at 6 a.m. Otherwise, there would just be too many cars on their way to work. And while I'm totally fine with getting up early, it is just very restricting. If you just have 30 to 45 minute gaps within a day, so early in the morning where you can record in peace. So I did my best, but this really also took the fun out of recording a bit. So now that we moved back into the second row of houses, the noise is just so much lower. It's incredible how much effect that one separating row of houses has. And automatically recording makes so much fun because you gain a bit more flexibility and that just makes it so much easier. So I'm so excited excited for all of the upcoming episodes. I have some very cool stuff planned, so stay tuned. But I think those were the most important things to tell about our move. Yes. So let's crack on with the social events. Now, as you know, my husband and I sort of opened up the wedding season for our generation and our families last year. And this year in summer, it was my husband's sister's turn to get married. And as we then experienced when someone so close to you gets married, married, it feels like you get married all over again in a way. <laughs> we were quite involved in this wedding, mainly because my husband was also holding the wedding ceremony. He was, of course, like the best 
best man to actually sign the deed alongside his sister. He prepared a few bits and pieces in terms of a wedding movie and postcards for the guests to send out week by week for the first year of their newly wedded life. And I was deeply involved alongside him in all those tasks. So there was a lot to get done, but it was a beautiful day and all went well. So when our last task, so to say, was over and we were able to relax, we were so happy. <laughs> And if you listened closely in my last episode, I said that it would become important again at some point that we watch the movie Top Gun Maverick in the Yellowstone cinema. The song from that, Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga, was an instant favorite of ours to incorporate in the wedding ceremony. I will again link it for everyone who wants to listen to it. It is such a beautiful song and such an awesome centerpiece within the ceremony. And to be honest, we listened to it so many times when we were in the car driving around the US. Just such good memories attached to that song. But needless to say that if you are involved in an event like that, that is also a bit exhausting at times. And this is also why our summer was quite eventful and on top of the move and everything else, maybe not the most relaxing time this year. But my cousin will get married later this year and there we will just be guests for once. And we really look forward to that experience as well. But as it happens, when you are in limbo with so many things and there is a lot going on at work and you just have a hard time relaxing your mind, I slithered right into a little reading slump that I fortunately was already able to dig myself out of. So I'm very pumped for my reading for the rest of the year. I just finished an adult fantasy standalone by one of my favorite German authors called Kai Meyer that I got for my birthday day, which was great. And I have the feeling that I'm currently reading one of my new favorite books ever, which is Babel by R.F. Kuang. I'm trying to not hype myself too much, but to be honest, after what I have read so far, that has become so hard. I can tell you because I just feel it, you know, I just I just feel it. And if it really becomes a new favorite, I will definitely feature it in an upcoming episode and will go more into details there. On top of that, I'm also doing a buddy read with Jordan from the Books to Last podcast, where we make our way through Brendan Sanderson's Skyward series and where we have now reached the third installment called Cytonic. So all in all, I have an awesome array of books to look forward to and I'm so pumped what else will come along this year. Now that we have also transitioned into the cozy autumn weather, I'm also feeling so much more myself than during summer. I can't wait for the next weeks and months. Give me all the autumn vibes. I'm so ready for them this year. I hope you had an awesome summer, got some good reading in, tackled some projects and reached your goals. I hope you were able to find those islands of relaxation in between too, because those are so important. And until next time, I hope that we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. Bye! Thank you.